Williams, I am going to share devotion today, and it is really good, and the crazy thing is, the devotion comes from Luke chapter 17, verse 21, so you know, of course, I'm going to go through and read the whole chapter, okay? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through the chapters really good and then I'm going to go through the study part of it and do the breakdown and when I read my verse of the day, it had been on basically and continued. It came from Luke 20. So that was cool. And I might just run this into a consecutive podcast. So I'm going to just um, get into it. Just give me a second because we got some really listening um, from Sweden. So I'm really excited about that. We have Malaysia and or first listeners, which is United States, is great. Could you bear me one second? And I'm going to get into this devotion. Okay, I'm going to start this devotion in Luke 17. Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they come. It were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed to yourselves. If thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him. And if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee, Seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And the apostle said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you might say unto this in Sakinian tree. 
be thou cut up by the root, and be thou planted in the seed, and it should obey you. But which of you, having a servant, plowing or feeding cattle, will say unto him, By and by, when he is come from the field, go and sit down to meet. And will not rather say unto him, Make ready wherewith I may sup and gird thyself and serve me till I have eaten and drunken. And afterwards, thou shalt eat and drink. Do he think that serving because he did the things that were commanded him? I throw not. So likewise ye, when ye shall have done all these things which are commanded ye, say, We are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were leapers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were clean. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he said, and he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, were there not ten friends? But where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall they say, Lo, here, or lo, there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when ye shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. 
And they shall say to you, see here or see there, go not after them, nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteth me, out of the one part under heaven shineth unto the part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in this day, in his day. But first must he suffer many things and be rejected of his generation. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, also as it was in the day of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he which shall be upon the housetop, and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife, who shall seek to save his life, shall lose it. And who shall lose his life, shall preserve it. I tell you, in that night, there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken, and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken, and the other left. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken, and the other left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, there will be the eagles be gathered together. Wheresoever the body is, there will the eagles be gathered together. So, when I read this and I went to 
The chapter 17 in the study Bible, the King James, it talks about this chapter as being the forgiveness and dealing with the faith. I hope the music is not too loud. But right now, I want to take the time. And I want to give a great big shout out to my listeners uh, for these platforms of, you know, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, of course. Please, listeners, go to Spotify and subscribe. Um, there are some subscriptions as low as 99 cents. So, you know, it's just so people that do support, it'll help be able to give back and help people. And that's what I really want to do with any of the others because there's so many people, especially the Lord's people that need help. And I also want to thank also um, Tulin for their grace. And I will make mention of all the listeners that I have on this podcast across the world soon. But I'm going to get into this devotion so it don't be so super long. And I hope the music is not too loud because I'm not really sure right now. I'm trying something, so I hope it is working actually because I need it to work. Or else I'm going to have to do this all over. So I hope all the listeners that do have their Bibles and are still in loop. So we're going to break this down a little bit and see how this is going. So in, I'm going at the very top and I'm just going to go through. I'm just going to read the study of it, okay? Starting from verse 1, okay? We're going to just... Listen in, and I'm going to read the study of the whole chapter. And it's going to go from verse 1 to the end. Okay? So, when the Bible begins, it says, Then said he unto the disciples, Okay? This Presents the teaching given here by Christ as immediately following the illustration given concerning the rich man in hell. It is possible, but offenses will come. Refers to the fact of opposition against the child of God and from whom it will mostly come. But woe unto him 
through whom they come. Strangely enough, most opposition will come from the religious sector. This is an offense to the cross and those who reject the cross which are which are the far greater majority will oppose those who accept the cross and to reject the cross is to reject Christ's judgment is guaranteed to follow such action. Okay? So, this is really deep. This is really deep. Okay? So, we're going to keep on going. So, it was very for him that a male stone were hanging about his neck and he passed into the sea. Pronounces the judgment which awaits Christ rejected. Okay? Then that he should assume one of these little ones. Little ones mentioned here having nothing to do with children, but rather believing to a clothed with humanity. Consequently, allowing the Lord to defend them. They are little in their own eyes, judged to be the same by the offender, but held very dear by the Lord and watched over minutely by Him. Every minute the Lord is watching over us. You know, for true believers that really do understand and really do seek the Lord vividly and really study and, and don't try to make up these old doctrines for them to follow and they share with others. You see? It ain't over. It okay? ain't over. So, I don't care what you're going through. Feels like you're down for the last count. Take heed to yourselves. This is speaking directly to his disciples, those who are following Jesus, okay? Warning them that this spirit of offense can come on anyone unless they are careful. You see, you have to be careful, and that's why you have to be in the Word, because it can be anybody, okay? They can be high up in these places and have these positions and it can take on anyone. So, if your brother trespasses against you, you can. This has to do with Matthew 18, verse 15 through 17. So, if you want to go and read that, you can, okay? And if he repents, forgive him. And if he trespassed against you seven times in a day, 
and seven times in a day turn again to you saying I repent you shall forgive him okay and this is while the untiring feelings reviews all sin at the same time we must never tire of exercising forgiveness the moment the offender is sorry so as soon as somebody do tell you that they are sorry and they apologize for being messed up to you you should definitely forgive them okay no matter if you think it's i guess sincere or not you know you want to make sure you still forgive them because that's just how the lord do for us so we have to make sure we do that so now we are in verse five and the apostles said unto the lord increase our faith this is the request of many however the answer the lord will give is extremely interesting okay and the Lord said, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed. <laughs> now listen to that. The Lord said, if you have, okay, a very small seed telling us in fact that it's not really the amount of faith but rather the correct object of faith. The correct object is the cross. And you can learn more about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18. That would be great. You could go study that on yourself. And remember, we have to take heed to thyself and go and study. You might say unto the sick tree, Be thou plucked up by the roots, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. The removal of trees and mountains were proverbs of speech among the Jews at the time expressing the overcoming of great difficulty. This is so good, guys. This is really good. Okay. So now we are at the seventh verse and this is dealing with the faithful servants. But which of you, having a servant plowing or feeding cattle, will say unto him, by and by, immediately, that's what that means, immediately, when he has come from the field, go and sit down to me. And will not rather say unto him, make ready, wherewith I may self injured yourself and serve me till I have eaten and drink, and afterward you shall eat and drink. A faithful servant 
will attend to his duties first and himself second. And this is what this deal Okay. A faithful servant will attend to his duties first and himself second. We are at verse 9. Does he think that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I do not. I think not. You see? So likewise, when you shall have done all those things which are commanded you, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty to do. And I don't know all of the outcomes. Don't know what happens tomorrow. But when that ocean of doubt comes, don't let me try to my soul. And don't let me stay at the bottom. I feel like this hole is too deep to climb. I've been looking for a way out. But I settled for a peace of mind. Picking up the pieces of my life and hoping that I put together something right. Tell me y'all I got is all I need. Tell me you gon' help me stay and fight. No, I'm trying to favor my soul. I'm just trying to find what I know. I'm trying to remember the way. I'm trying to get back to my home. so we don't have to be so cocky and things, you know? But a lot of people do. They take that pride and that ego. And, you know, you're going to be a faithful servant. So you know someone to tell you to do You know, some people are saying, pat yourself on the back. Sometimes you see the list of one of those You should recognize that. If that is who you are being a good and faithful servant. Uh, we are now down to verse 11. And this is starting to deal with the leapers. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Between, okay, so he passed through the midst. That means he passed through between Samaria and Galilee, okay? The Lord was traveling eastward to the Jordan, which he would cross and travel south towards Jerusalem on the eastward side, which was the longer route, okay? And he entered into a certain village. There met him ten men who were leapers, which stood afar off. Okay, they stood afar off. Wow, this is good right here. Okay, because this is dealing with the Levitical law stated that they had to remain approximately. 100 feet or so from other people. 
And you will learn about that in Levi, Leviticus chapter 13, verse 21, and verse 45 through 46. Also in chapter 14, verse 2 of Leviticus, you can read up where the believers and how they handled those people in the procedure. This was the Levitical law stated that they had to remain approximately 100 feet or so from other people. Wow. You think about it today. We have to, we are in a Levitical Period. Wow, the law, right? Because you have to stand at least at least six feet. It wasn't one hundred feet, but you know what? You think they told you you have to stand so many feet away from people? Wow, that is that is crazy, guys. Are you listening to what pivotal moments that we are definitely in in these parts of the word of God? Okay, now we are on verse. 13 and they lifted up their voices they were not allowed to come closer to Christ or anyone else for that matter so they had to shout to make themselves heard wow and said Jesus master have mercy on us Body greater Jesus. They had no doubt heard many wonderful things about Jesus. And now miracle of miracles. He was standing not too far from them. Mm-mm-mm. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Nobody they got his attention, and this is what this means. They got his attention. So he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto the priest. This command assured cleansing. For only a cleansed leaper was to show himself to the priest. Okay? And it came to pass that as they went, they were clean. They knew they were unclean. They knew they were unclean. But they believed Christ's word when went away with the conviction that it was true and were immediately healed on the way. Mm. So see how good this is, y'all. This is what we need to understand about this faith, y'all. Okay? And one of them, when he saw that he was here, concerned the Samaritans. Turn back and with a loud voice, glorify God. Every believer should praise the Lord continually. You see? Every believer should praise the Lord continually. That's what that means. And fell down on his face, at his feet, giving him things. And he was a Samaritan. 
What Jesus did for him destroyed his national faith in Mount Gerger. And rightly so, and pulled him into the right way. We're going to go read about this in John. Chapter 422. You see, this is, this is wonderful. So this is why we need to continue to give God the glory and the praise for all the mercy and grace he has given to us. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten clean? But where are the nine? The nine were indicative of most of Israel of that particular time unthankful. See that? They were ungrateful. They are not found who return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. As well, see, as well the stranger who had been healed would be indicative of the Gentile church, which was shortly to be brought about. And he said unto him, Arise, go your way. Jesus lifts people up. You see, that's what Jesus do. He lifts people up. Your faith has been made whole. This proclaims the fact that not only was he healed, but saved as well. All of them show faith by asking Christ for healing, which they were received. However, only one, it seems, was given eternal life because he glorified God. See, a lot of people, they pray and they ask for things, right? But when they get it, they don't never come to thank God and glorify God. They don't never come and give God the praise that is for God, for the glory of God. God make everything so possible for us, okay? For the kingdom of God, this is good now with the kingdom of God. Once we get down to verse 20, and he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come. The Lord in effect answered that the kingdom of God was at that moment in their midst. For he was the kingdom of God. That is great. So you see, you see, guys, you have to understand that. Listen, when he was the man of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, listen to that. <clears throat> the Lord, in effect, answered that the kingdom of God was at that moment in their midst for he was the kingdom of God. 
He answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. The Jews claim that when the Messiah came, he would overthrow Rome, etc. Jesus is telling them that their observations are wrong. This is so good, guys. I hope you guys are listening and following me because this is a good one. And somehow this way of doing this podcast, it is something. And um, this is great. But we definitely got a very, very few more verses to go. We're going to wrap this up. But this is good. It is getting real good, okay? So we're on verse 21. Neither shall they say, Lo here or lo there. He is saying that all these outward signs they were talking about were not scriptural. Listen to this, guys. Come on now. Y'all just don't understand. I'm really getting excited here and I'm trying to contain it so hard. But listen, and really having no bearing on the kingdom of God. Listen to these people have no real bearing. He's understanding, okay? He is saying that all these outward signs they were talking about are not scriptural and really have no bearing on the kingdom of God. For behold, the kingdom of God is within Listen to this. What, this this would have been better translated. The kingdom of God is within your midst. For the kingdom is Jesus. Okay? But Israel would not recognize him. The born again experience brings Christ into the heart and thereby places the kingdom of God within the I just hope people are listening to this and grasping hold of the truth. This is True Podcast, and we are going to share this truth with you guys. Y'all hear this? Oh my goodness, y'all be born again. Y'all hear me? Now we are going to get into the second coming, okay? The second coming. Oh my goodness, y'all. We are getting through this. 
still does the beautiful bread. So I hope y'all still hang in there because this this is going. This is going really good. I just want y'all to soak that up. Soak that up. It is indeed we born again. So now we are at the second coming. And he said unto the disciples, the days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you shall not see it. After the day of Pentecost, all the followers of Christ, and especially the disciples, will have a far greater understanding of all the things that Jesus said and did. And would love to have the opportunity to relieve those former days. You see that? And that's how we do, we do really do uh, believe like that. Because it's so crazy. Because I've been wishing I had an opportunity to even see or just walk on the ground that Jesus had even walked on. Just to feel that. It just, I know it would do something to me. I know it would do something to the spirit. You know, people have actually got a chance to walk with the Lord. That would have been a great moment for us these days, you know, to be so close to physically be able to touch him, eat at the table with him, just talk with him, you know. Because it is wonderful just to feel his presence in your life. To have him in your life with the Holy Ghost filling you up all the time, especially when you study, you get to enjoy being in the presence of the Lord. It is a beautiful, beautiful thing, okay? So we're going to keep on going. And they shall say to you, see here or see there, go not afar after them. And they shall say to you, See here or see there, go not after them, nor follow them. He is speaking of the second coming. For as the lightning that lighted out of one part under heaven shineth unto the other part under heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in his day. Okay, in other words, he is saying that when he really does come back, there will be such a display of heavenly glory that no one will have to ask the question, is it really him? It will be overly obvious to all that it is he. The first he must suffer many things and be rejected of this generation, of this generation. And that is what's happening. He is, being, he is definitely being rejected. So he is suffering, okay? He is suffering many things. All these things going on and all these young people not listening. All these people be believers that are not believers. People not keeping his words, people not studying, just to imagine, people don't want to be saved, people not being born again, 
all these are sufferings for the Lord, okay? We have to understand that, okay? And being rejected, no one, being rejected in this generation, this generation is so wild, they have no faith in the Lord, they don't even know the Lord whatsoever. And it's also to the generation of the elders, because this generation of elders are not the same as they once were as well. So this is speaking not only to the young people, this is also speaking to the elders of this generation and of this time. So we definitely know that is definitely the truth. So the glories of that coming day will have a relation to and will be the result of his atoning sufferings at Calvary. So I hope you understand when he suffered for us. So this is what it was because all these things that's going to be going on that are sinful, you know, the moral sexualness of this world. And listen, just the moral acceptability of how this world is being. God already knew that it would be so, okay? But he also knew that there are people that really do believe in him too, okay? So now, this is crazy because I'm, you know, just, you know, being in fellowship and, you know, being in the Lord right now and enjoying this atmosphere, you know, um, we are now one, verse 26, and this is, this is good because right now this is dealing with the warning, okay? This is with a warning. And, and this is what the Bible is for us. This is why we have to read it, okay? We have to take you to thyself and study. So I'm glad that the Lord gave me time to do this with people who may not have the time to really study like that. But continue to teach podcasts and really get some truth, okay? And know that this is coming strictly from the King James. This is just not my word. Um, we're going to go from what God is saying to us, okay? So this is warning us. So these are warnings. Verse 26. And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of Solomon. Means that the world, at the time of the second coming, will be as indifferent and corrupt as in the days of Noah. And Lot, for that matter, okay? They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage, proclaimed business as usual. In other words, as the world did not expect the prediction of Noah to come to pass, respecting the flood, neither will the world expect the second coming which is proclaimed in the Bible. Until that day, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, means that up to the very moment they laughed at his predictions, they saw him into the ark 
and it was met with derision. And it was met with derision. And the flood came and destroyed them all. Their negative response in no way altered the judgment that King came. See? Likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built, pertaining to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. The judgment did not come, however, until the righteous concerning both Noah and Lot have been taken out, even though all of this pertains to the second coming. It could also pertain to the rapture of the church, which will take out the believers and usher in tremendous judgment as recorded in Revelation chapter 6 through 19. So see, the Lord is coming for his people that are righteous. And those that are righteous, the elders right now that are righteous and are passing away, you have to look at it at this way. The Lord is coming to take them. And the ones that are left behind, they will soon be caught up. See, so, so we have to understand these things, people. This is so deep and it's so good. So these are, we are still dealing with the warnings, okay? So we are in verse 30. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. This is the second coming, okay? In that day, this definitely refers to the second coming and not the rapture, okay? This is known as the second coming and not the rapture. He which shall be upon the housetop in his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. In the Middle East, almost all of the houses have flat roofs. And in Jesus' day, especially during the summer month, many would sleep, okay? They would sleep on top of the house, even as some still do today, okay? And you don't want to be trying to worry about going into your house to save nothing when that day comes, okay? Because that is definitely, definitely not what you want to be caught there. So, and he who is in the field, let him likewise not return back. You in the field, you trying to run back? These particular statements have nothing to do with the rapture in as much as that will be sudden. In a twinkle of an eye, verse 31 through 37 pertain to 
the mobilization of Israel against the Antichrist. Ezekiel describes it in chapters 38 and 39 that mobilization will be hurried. Okay? He's going to be trying to gather you know, things together and things like that. Remember Lot's wife. This, this, okay, the emphasis is if Israel hesitate at that particular time, they will be destroyed exactly as was Lot's wife. Incidentally, in this one passage, Jesus proclaimed the historical fact of Lot's wife being turned to Saul. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. Refers to the Jews at that time who would think fleeing in other directions will preserve them, but in reality it will have the opposite effect. And whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Refers to those who go forward to the battle, battle of Armageddon, and as a result will have the protection of the Lord. You'll learn about this in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 8. So you got to understand these battles in our life is what it is. Okay? With these battles in our life. And whether we die or whether we still live, yeah. we are still going to be living in Christ. This is what we have to do, especially until that time, especially like in the that. battle on the edge in our lives. Okay, and this is this is crazy. This is so awesome. So we on 34 now. Says so. I tell you, in that night there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken. And the one other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together, grinding at the meal, working, and one shall be taken, and the other left. Two men shall be in the field, the one shall be taken, the other left. Once again, all of this speaks of the mobilization of Israel at the battle of Armageddon. It does not speak of the rapture. As many have been there to believe. Okay. And they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? They did not know where or what the Lord was talking about. At least at that time. So we have to understand about this battle of Armageddon. This it does not speak of the rapture. This is not dealing with the rapture of this time. Okay. So and he said unto them, Whosoever wheresoever the body is, neither will the evil be gathered together. It refers directly to the battle of Armageddon and once again not the rapture as some think. So we're going to go to Ezekiel 39 and 17. So if you want to continue reading, go to these places and study. Like I said, the last one was Ezekiel chapter 39 
17. So, I just want you guys to be blessed with this word and this devotion for today, okay? And now, I definitely, definitely give a shout out to all my listeners from all over the world, from the United States, Russia, Ireland, Germany, India, Singapore, the Netherlands, Norway, Kenya, Taiwan, Denmark, United Kingdom. We have Australia. We have someone listening in from Malaysia. And we have someone also listening in from Sweden now. So I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful and thank you for listening in. The Lord has blessed me with such a great opportunity to give his truths out to the world. So I am thankful also definitely for Anchor.fm for allowing this platform. Because you know what? We all want to be anchors for the Lord, okay? We want to be there and fight on his behalf, especially in the day of battle of Armageddon, okay? We have to be ready for this spiritual warfare that is going on so we can stand strong and be willing vessels to stand up for what is true and what is right, okay? And this is how we do. We fight this way. We have to fight the good fight, okay? Because once you learn the way, okay, and you learn the truth, and you did be given the life, because the Lord is alive. So you have the way, the truth, and the life of the Lord dwelling within us to keep fighting this fight, okay? So we know that the Armageddon is not dealing with the rapture. That was Luke 17. And everyone definitely be blessed. And thank you for tuning in to Truth Podcast with your girl, Takia Williams, on this wonderful, wonderful Sabbath day. Enjoy. Oh my goodness, I got the